0: Let the show begin! Oh, hi there! Welcome back to Pflugerville! And thanks for tuning in to Kapow's Power of Invention podcast! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat! And I'm Guy Neville! me <laughs> Cast time, not nap time. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry, I'm just tired from researching today's invention. Wikipedia. It is a pretty interesting invention. How did you research it? I read Wikipedia. You read all of Wikipedia? Well, I tried to, but it was so much info and it made my brain crash. I bet. Did you lose all your memory when you crashed? No! I think I have it all back, Kevin! Uh, my name is Guy. Kapow. Uh Uh-oh! I may not have gotten all my memories back, Kelly. My name is Guy, not- uh, You know what? Let's worry about my name later and just talk Wikipedia now. Okay? Good idea, Klingon! Oh boy, that's not uh, even a name. So, the idea of gathering all of the world's knowledge into a single location dates back thousands of years to the ancient Library of Alexandria. Now, a library is obviously a collection of a lot of books, so libraries don't move easily. And, as time went on, people didn't want all of the world's knowledge in one single place. They wanted to be able to bring that single place with them. Like a book! Do you know what you call a collection of a lot of ideas inside a book or a set of books, Kapow? You're Kapow, I'm Guy, and that's called an encyclopedia, Kapow. The earliest encyclopedia or book of general knowledge to have survived to modern times is The Natural Historia of Pliny the Elder. Pliny was a Roman statesman living in the first century AD. He wrote a book that was 37 chapters long that covered natural history, architecture, medicine, geography, geology, and all aspects of the world around him. He said at the start of the book that he'd collected 20,000 facts from 2,000 works by over 200 authors just to write it. He finished his encyclopedia in AD 77 through 79, just before he was killed when a nearby volcano called Vesuvius erupted. Yikes! Now, back then, if you wanted a copy of Pliny's encyclopedia, you had to copy it out by hand. This was hard and slow, and made encyclopedias very rare and expensive. This meant everyone couldn't enjoy the knowledge inside. But then, during the Renaissance, The creation of the printing press allowed more copies to be made more quickly, and soon every student could have their own copy. But there was still a problem. You see, it's a bit tricky for one single dude, even one as cool as Pliny, to collect all the world's knowledge. But then, the creators of the Oxford English Dictionary had an idea. What if you hired a team, a big one, and had them all help you gather knowledge? was a brilliant idea, but there was a problem with that too. To hire a team that big would cost a lot of money. And that would make the book you were writing very expensive. And once again, everyone couldn't access it. But then they had another idea. What if you didn't pay them? What if you found people who cared about learning and teaching and got them to volunteer? And this technique worked it brought us everything from a dictionary with every word in the english language to the encyclopedia britannica a collection of books about everything but the thing about a collection of books is it doesn't fit in your pocket wikipedia co-founder jimmy wales had the idea for wikipedia back when he was a graduate student at indiana university where he was studying finance computer and internet culture were just getting big, and a bunch of people were so excited about this new technology that they were teaming up to create software and silly games that they then gave away online for free. James thought, what if knowledge, just like silly games, were online for free too? So that brings us to the word wiki. A wiki is, to put it simply, a kind of web page where anyone who logs on can add or change things. If you combine wiki with an encyclopedia, you get Wikipedia, which was the name that was chosen for the new online collection of knowledge that launched in 2001. The concept behind it was the same one that Pliny had used so long ago to collect all of the knowledge of the world in one place. But this time, that place would be a website. Wikipedia let anyone who logged on add articles about whatever they knew about. It started out slow, but then people started checking it out and they got excited. Soon, a new search engine called Google was sending people over to Wikipedia all the time. And by September 20th, 2001, even the New York Times was talking about it. Soon, people all over the planet were not only learning about things with Wikipedia, but they were adding to it! In the first year of its existence, Wikipedia had over 20,000 encyclopedia entries added to it by complete strangers. That's over 1,500 articles per month! Now, this process is smart and effective, but it's not perfect. You see, since anyone can add to Wikipedia, people who are wrong or misinformed can put things on the site that aren't correct. And what's the point of collecting knowledge if the knowledge is wrong? Then it's just a dumb So in order to protect the truth, a volunteer army of editors was formed. And this army watches over Wikipedia to keep content correct. These editors have done a pretty good job if you ask me. A 2005 study found that Wikipedia's science entries came close to matching the Encyclopedia Britannica's in terms of accuracy, with 2.92 mistakes per article for Britannica and 3.86 for Wikipedia. So, while you don't want to depend on Wikipedia for all your studies, it is very helpful. Nowadays, Wikipedia has over three million articles in English, but that's only part of it. Overall, Wikipedia contains more than 13 million articles in 271 different languages. That's right! There is something for readers of every language. Even Cheyenne, which is only spoken by 1,700 Native Americans, has its very own version of Wikipedia. Wikipedia grows every day! It's growing right now! And while it may not exactly be all of the knowledge of humankind in one place, it's a step closer than anything that came before it. Today, it's common for someone to pull out their phone and check Wikipedia to find out about anything from a city to a person to how a machine works. And that's important. You see, we live in an amazing time where as long as you can get online, you can learn. And as long as you can learn, you can make the world a better place. That's a great point, Kapow. It's kind of like our podcast. We aren't perfect and we don't know everything, but what we know, we share. And we share because we care. I agree, Crab Cakes. Uh, My name isn't Crab Cakes. It's Guy. I know that, Guy. That's just my nickname for you. Guy Crab Cakes Neville. Why Crab Cakes? Because it sounds cool. And hey, I just remembered something else. What's that? I'm hungry for Crab Cakes. Uh, Okay, kids. I better go get Kapow some food so he doesn't try and eat me. But if any of you have a question about Wikipedia, Encyclopedias, Flugerville, The Great Guy Neville, our little old me, send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. And don't forget to check out gokidgo.com and pick up some cool kapow merch. Now, go make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. And then, go kid go. Go kid go. Go kid, go!